Your boy Ziggler Wiggler, you understand me? Back at you like I left some. Look at you, check this out. No Lazine TV, you understand me? We represent New Orleans. This man traveled all over the world, but he, in the name of Jesus, we believe. No Lazine TV, Ziggler Wiggler. We getting it in and we getting it out of our system. Hey, this is Wendy Day from Rap Coalition, and I'm here chilling with No Lazine. I am so happy to be here. I just love New I fucking love New Orleans. And we love you too. Thank you, baby. <laughs> So, tell everybody where you're from. Originally, I'm from Philadelphia. I moved to New York City um, when hip-hop kind of started because I wanted to work in the music industry. I was attracted to the energy and the passion of hip-hop in the early 80s, before most of you were born. And I started working in New York in 1992. I started an organization, a not-for-profit organization called Rap Coalition. And we help pull people out of bad deals. And then a few years after I started Rap Coalition, I realized just getting somebody out of a bad deal wasn't enough. And I wanted to help get people into good deals. And the first deal that I got to play a role in was Master P's deal um, for No Limit at Priority. And that was a really awesome deal to have as my first deal because then I was able to go on and work with folks like Twista and Do or Die and Eminem and Cash Money. Cash Money is probably the deal that I'm most well known for. I was able to help um, Baby and Slim get their numbers up and they were pretty successful when I found them. Like I didn't build their success. They were already successful. They were, they had put out um, 31 albums over a six year period by the time I got involved with them. But I helped them get from selling 25,000 CDs every time they put out a, a, a CD and back then it was CDs, right? Um, to like 75,000 and once those numbers got up it was really relatively easy to help them get signed to a distribution deal at Universal it was an amazing deal and I don't want to dwell on the past because a lot of you can go and do the research yourself to find out that deal I'd rather talk to you guys about how you can build a company and you can do this now in today's world the reason there hasn't been another big um, opportunity out of New Orleans is because nobody has put the money and the resources into artists locally that are coming out today. You can still build a, a, a groundbreaking label like a No Limit or like a Priority, not Priority, but um, Cash Money. All you have to do is find talented artists that are already building a buzz like that at that that up and coming level, put money behind them and help them get to the next level and then don't sign a deal with a major label right away. The, the, the success behind cash money was they let me say no for nine months, like the first offer for cash money was for juvenile for 75,000 
at a label called Penalty just for Juvenile. And Baby and Slim were smart enough to say, nah, we can do better than that. Like they believed in what they were building and their vision. And I believed in what they were building in their vision and helped them get the numbers up so that by March of the following year, just nine months later, they were being offered $30 million instead of $75,000. It's kind of a no-brainer when you think about that. But that's what I would love to see Baton Rouge and New Orleans and actually anywhere in Louisiana do anywhere in the country really, but especially the cities where the talent is there, somebody just needs to step in with the budget and help build that out and turn down the major labels until you're making so much money that it becomes a joint venture partnership. It's not a major label coming in and taking you over, it's you having the leverage to be able to write your own ticket for the deal that you want because you've sold enough streams and done enough shows that the value's there. Right. Yeah. I just completely hijacked your shit. I'm so I sorry. Because hey, I can tell artists you have to build leverage. Like, I don't sell artists dreams. I tell artists, yes. I can help you get your face and your name known. Exactly. That's what's the main important exactly. thing. Everything else but is But they me. have to do the rest. They've right. got to have the hustle. They've got to start with great music and they've got to have the money to market and promote right. and that's where most people are lacking most people have the talent to be honest with you right. talent is easy to find what's hard to find is somebody that's willing to outwork everybody else put in the work and then once you're willing to put in the work to have the budget and the know-how to know what to do to spread your music amongst fans and you've got to go bigger than just your city or your block or your right. area you've got to go regional you've got to really reach as many people as possible what i tell artists now and with the game has changed since you started it's really way it's really changed it's way easier right? all you have to do is just find a media company in every city and just tap in with them like like you know back in the day yes these record labels had to travel to these small cities and go to small radios and things like right. that and they had people like you would actually would actually only set that up right yeah, but now you can just find out that on the internet absolutely it can all be done digitally I mean you still have to work the Do real world yeah I don't want to I don't want to downplay that but you can build a really successful career so much easier today than when I was doing it 20 years ago or 25 years ago or 30 years ago even but it's so much easier today. And like when I say internet, it still helps you because like you can build a relationship actually with that media company. Right. And like as soon as you go there, then you can do the interview and different things like that. Right. But like back in the day, you had to pay for all these on like resources. Right. <laughs> and right. Like and the resources that. are there. You know, there's so many platforms. Like you can really focus on TikTok and and Excel or Facebook and Excel or you know wherever Twitch. You know, there's so many different options. And then if you partner with the different media companies that know the cities and have their feet on the ground, you can really get to the next level faster. It's just much easier today than it's ever been. Okay. So, like being in the music industry for over <coughs> 30 years, as you see, tell us what do you enjoy most about it and tell us what do you actually um, hate about it. Um, I love the up-and-coming artists. Like once somebody becomes famous, it's not fun anymore. I really enjoy building 
a project from the ground up. Like once you once you have a large fan base, it's really just kind of answering the phone. It's sitting back and waiting for the opportunities to come to you. And for me, that's boring. I really enjoy the vision and getting somebody that has two fans to 100,000 fans. For me, that's the fun part. The thing that I hate about the music industry is that there's so much bullshit and it's so fake and people will tell you one thing and then do something completely different and for some reason that's not seen as weird. You know, I'm people that know me know that whatever I say I'm going to do. Like I'm very in your face if I can't help you, I'll tell you I can't help you. I don't blow smoke up somebody's ass. And this is an industry where people will lie and say, "Oh, you're the dopest artist ever and man, I'd support you and whatever you need." And then turn around and not answer your phone calls 20 minutes later. They'll just chump you off. And that's crazy to me that's that it's an industry full of such fake motherfuckers. Can I curse? Is that okay? It's all fine. Just just fake <laughs> motherfuckers that will say one thing and then do something completely different. It's it's like an industry of cowardice. You know, just say what you mean and mean what you say. It's 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 really not that hard. It's not. So, I want to know I'm like what's your advice? I'm like two one. I'm like two one. I'm like upcoming artists that's trying to I'm like reach out to you and actually build their music career or record label. Um, you know, you don't have to really reach out to me. Like, you don't need me to do this. I've got a ton of free videos on my YouTube channel, which is um, YouTube.com/thisiswendyday. I probably have 200 videos talking about how to build success in the music industry. So for somebody to think that they need a connection or they need a cosign is just insane. You can do this yourself. And then once you get to a level where you're popping, that's where I can really be helpful. Because once you've got the fan base, I can, if your goal is to go to a major label, I can take you to a major label and get you a deal. But again, you have to have the leverage before I can really be of help to you. So you can teach yourself how this game works and what moves to make and what to do. You just need work ethic, you need know-how and you need a budget. And of course, great music. But I'm assuming that anybody watching this already has great music. Okay. So let's speak on deals. You know, every sure. artist just hates this deal. Like, I want you to explain what's good and bad um, about one on a 360 deal. Absolutely. So what's great about a 360 deal is you can have no leverage, nobody knows who you are, nobody's ever heard your name before, and somebody will sign you, and if you start to build a little bit of a buzz, they'll put money behind you to help get to the next level. And what a 360 deal is, it's when somebody invests in you and they take a percentage of all your income. So they're taking money from your publishing income, from your shows, from your royalty streams, from wherever you're making money, they're taking a cut because they believed in you when you had no renown, no fame, no, no nothing. You were starting at the bottom. Um, the downside of a 360 deal is that once you do start to pop off, you're going to be sharing your income with that investor for however long you sign. So 
If you're signed to a five-year deal, you're sharing all of your income for five years. And in most cases, you're still going to need to do all the legwork yourself to take off, to get your career to take off, because people put money behind things that are already rolling. So something that's already moving along, that's when somebody's going to step in and put their money because they can see that it's moving and they can see the reaction and they can see that it's a good investment. So if your resources are kind of low and you don't want to do the work and you want to have a major label behind you at an early point in your career, expect to not make the lion's share of the money. Whoever puts up the money is going to take the largest share of return. It's the nature of capitalism, of business, not just music, but of any business. Whoever puts up the money is gonna get the biggest return on investment and they're gonna get their money back out first before you do. So if you're in the music industry and you're somebody that's willing to put in the work and put in the time and if you can find a private investor who believes in you and is willing to put up the money, it's probably going to get you further than if you sign a deal to a label too soon. Because if a label's signing you too soon for a little bit of money, they're going to be inclined to step back and see what you can do before they go all in and push in the real budget that it takes to succeed. That's why you have to build leverage. Absolutely why you have to build leverage. But I'm glad that you spoke on, on like what you just spoke on, because I want to ask this question, because like I see like a lot of artists get, mad, anything. get mad at these, mad at these like <laughs> independent labels like a QC or mm -hmm. Cash Money, but they don't really go too hard if it on these big labels who put them in these deals and don't realize that these like, like I tell artists every day like, hey, but if a record label is, is like willing to give you $2 million, how much money do you think that they want back? Oh, they want multi-million back. So I want back. to speak yeah, about this. Like, these artists just, just actually think they can buy themselves back out of these right. contracts no, and things like that. No, if somebody is willing to put money, even if it's less than $2 million, even if they're going to invest a quarter million dollars into your career, they're doing it because they their goal is to make back six, seven, ten, twenty, thirty million dollars. They're not investing a, a quarter million dollars into somebody to make back half a million. That's not how the music industry works, you know? And their goal is to work with you for a length of time. That's why it's so difficult to get a deal when you're an older artist, because they want to do a deal where they can get money from an artist for the next three years or five years or 10 years or 20 years. Their goal isn't just to make a small profit. Their goal is to make a huge profit. Correct. So like being a music artist, I got to ask you this question because you've seen artists actually come out at every age but like true i want you to tell us actually i'm like what do you think is the is the age to actually you know slow it down as an artist and actually help other artists that's a learn? great question and it's so hard to answer that because the truth is a hit record cures everything right it can cure cancer i think so if you're 30 and you have a hit record you're going to get a deal before somebody who's 18 with no hit record. So it's very hard for me to sit here and pass judgment on age. Hey, but but about 40? I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. So the bulk of the fan base, the fan base that spends money 
on going to shows and streaming music and buying merch. They're 13 to 26 years old. So if the bulk of the market is 13 to 26, it's going to be very difficult for somebody who's 40, using your example, to sell music to somebody who's 13 or 18 or 20 because they're going to be looking at it like, that's, that's like the age of my dad or my mom or my aunt or my cousin. Well, listen to it's, it's very difficult as you get older. So my theory is if you're older and you want to be in the music business, why do you have to make music? Why can't you own a studio or manage or go to law school or school to be an accountant? Like you can work in the music business. There are hundreds of jobs, maybe even thousands of jobs in the music industry. You could be a stylist, a publicist. You could start your own media company. There's so many different things that you can do if you're older. Why do you have to be in front of the camera? Why do you have to be a 65-year-old rapper? Like, what is the point of that? If the bulk of the fan base is 13 to 26, that's who you need to appeal to as a new rapper. If you're older like Jay-Z or 2 Chains, you've already got a fan base. So I'm not talking about people rapping when they're 40. I'm talking about people trying to break in to the music industry at 40. It just seems like hey, but I think there's two easier jobs. broke in all the way at like 34? He was 34, yes. But remember, he was Titty Boy before titty he was boy. 2 Chains. Yeah. So he already had some... Renown and and there are people you know money man came to this and and caught on at an older age You know most of the artists signed to Griselda are a little bit older. I'm not saying you can't do it I'm just saying it's so much more difficult that The odds of you being successful as a rapper to begin with are very slim so as you age It gets harder and harder and harder and the odds get slimmer and slimmer there's a point where your odds of getting struck by lightning are greater than you having success or winning the lottery is greater than you having success. You just have to be realistic and know when it's time to do something else. And I can't sit here and say, oh, on your 35th birthday or on your 25th birthday or on your 16th birthday, you're too old. I can't sit here and pass judgment, but you know in your heart when this is not realistic for you and you know when the music you're putting out isn't catching on if you're not gaining fans steadily but you're still doing more and more work and spending more and more money there's something wrong and you've got to take a good hard look at yourself and say you know should i be doing this for a living does this even make sense all right you definitely correct about that. It's just hard, you know, when, when it's your dream, when you feel like you have to make music and you can't possibly do anything else, it's so hard for people to say, okay, I'm going to hang up my microphone and I'm going to go start shooting, you know, shoot videos or I'm good with talking so I'm going to become a manager or I'm great at you know, going to school, I'm going to go to law school and become an entertainment lawyer. It's very hard for people to have that talk with themselves because so many people are really addicted to being famous. They'd rather be famous than rich. They'd rather be famous than work hard. And there's a point where you've got to, you know, have a good talk with yourself and say, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because 
I want to be recognized because if so, do something else and be recognized. Yeah, like you I tell people, to I don't want to be famous. I want to be very connected. I want the right, right people to know me. Right. You don't right. need everyone to know you. You need you the don't. right people to know you. Yeah. And you have to and you have to keep those relationships. I tell artists like a lot of that's artists. That's the hard part. A lot of artists ruin a lot of relationships before they even meet. Yes, that's the hard part. Thinking everyone is getting over on. Yeah, you've got to really, you got to deliver what you promise, and more most importantly, you've got to under promise and over deliver. So you've got to not only keep your word, but if you tell somebody you're going to do something to this extreme, you have to do it to this extreme so that you stand out and right. you're memorable. Correct. <laughs> Facts. Okay. So, and so, and so to the brand new, um, like up and coming artists and the new generation, I want you to like They're explain how difficult it was before social media into now putting out music. As Dude, we used to have to get in a vehicle and drive from city to city, town to town, and sell those CDs. So we would have to walk up to a hundred different people to sell one CD for 20 bucks or 10 bucks or five bucks. So we'd, we'd be talking to people all day till we were like losing our voices at night trying to sell CDs to build a reputation and build consistency. And today you can stream music and put it up on a platform and be seen by millions of people just by having great content. So if your content game is strong, you're gonna attract people to your franchise who are gonna fall in love with your movement and your story and your music and start sharing you with their friends and their family members and they're good. You're gonna watch your career just explode. And I'm starting to and get it's that in my group. So much easier. Yes. If you just yes. put out the right content. You put out the right content. You put out what people want to watch. And sometimes that's hard because the stuff that you think is great, somebody might just just pass over. And then something that you think is, oh, I just took the easy way out and I just put this up because I was trying to, you know, get some content out. And all of a sudden that's your biggest viewed post. And it's like, what? Like there's sometimes no rhyme or reason to it. But you've got to watch your stats and see what are people vibing with and put out more of what's working and less of what's not. Right. Because I tell artists all the time, like, it doesn't matter if I like your music. It doesn't. It's, it's like, it's, it's a million what people What I think out there. doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter about me. All I can do is tell market. you how to, how to market yourself and get Absolutely. out Absolutely. Like, you know, because like so many Absolutely. artists get like very on a discouraged because so many people like, I don't like this. Well, you know, you got to find a, you got to find, you gotta find like the one it. to do. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's, it comes down to a mathematical equation and I can't sit here and tell you what the math is, but <laughs> if, if out of a hundred people that hear your music, one likes your music and you want to have a thousand followers or a thousand fans just do the math it means you're gonna have to reach 100 times a thousand which is a hundred thousand people to have a thousand fans if that's what your ratio is and I don't know what your ratio is it might be one out of five it might be one out of ten it might be one out of a thousand but it comes down to a math equation you just have to figure out what your math is and and reach that many people Facts. So, like, far as like people who the proof probably don't know, I'm like, tell them, I'm like, all the services, um, 
on the actually on the digital company offers for power moves and and to be fair most people can't afford us you you really need to have an investor but we help artists from a to z whatever they come with the music and then whatever their needs are we step in we put together a marketing plan we figure out exactly what they need to do to get from a to z and then we stay with them for however long it takes whether that's a year or whether that's four years <coughs> excuse me <coughs> i'm just getting over a chest cold <coughs> we stay with them as long as they need us in their corner and we teach them hands-on how to make money with their music and we keep no ownership so when they leave working with us they're leaving with the ownership of their masters and the ownership of their publishing and that's really important because most people in the music industry that help you get from this level to that level they want to take ownership of the artist's art form and we just we're not with that tell everyone i'm like what's next for you you know i'm in the process of setting up two things that are next for me one is i'm setting up an educational website to actually teach artists how to put out their own music and make money with their music that should be launching sometime january february march somewhere in there and then i'm also building an incubator for rap artists artists that have some money but not enough money to do this properly we want to bring them into our fold and we want to become the investors and still allow them to leave with the ownership of their publishing and their masters when they leave the incubator and that's called artist centric that incubator i'm really excited about that i believe it's the next level in the music industry for really helping artists we want to teach them how to make money with their music but we also want to incubate them and accelerate them within our company sort of like training wheels on a bicycle when you learn to ride a bike you've got the training wheels you've got somebody to help you in the process but our goal is for them to soar and take off and become the next level entrepreneur and then turn around and do the same for the next artist coming up so that this becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and we stop watching artists take advantage of other artists and we don't want this to become all about the money we want it to become back about the art form okay and also oh but last but not least tell everyone i'm like what can you find it on social media and just other platforms actually the best way to find me is on instagram because instagram is the platform that i choose to spend my time on and i'm at rap coalition my account doesn't get dms which is a huge benefit for me not for you guys but if you talk to me in the comments i see them i react to people i engage with people you can Find me on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash this is Wendy Day. If you scroll down in any of the um, postings that explain what the videos are, if you go all the way to the bottom, you'll find my email address. All right, we done. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. I appreciate you so oh, much. Shit. I want to give you I'm like your flowers while you're on camera. You know, yeah, but you deserve it. Thank you. Okay. And the flowers smell great? <laughs> Thank you, love. Nolazine, make them scream. N-O-L-A-Z-I-N-E. Make them S-C-R-E-A-M. Scream. Nolazine, make them scream. You heard me.